This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. Well, it is the bonding session. Yes, yes, Matebe. That's what happens on the bonding <laughs> session. Wow. People open up. <laughs> people sure. open up. We encourage people to, to, to open up. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do on the bonding session. So it's eight minutes after five o'clock and it's time for the bonding session. Our co-host this afternoon is uh, Matebe Mudise, who's the founder of Beauty on Tap and Pastry Skincare. Matebe is uh, the CEO of Beauty on Tap as well. So we must respect that. 100%. However, though, <laughs> um, it does come with a few challenges, mm-hmm. which also informs the topic. Yes. I mean, I th- you know, for me, it's uh, something that I struggle with daily. And that is just that you're a female who is navigating, owning and leading a business in a very patriarchal society. Um, and you have to lead men who work for you. You have to engage with a lot of men um, and you have to constantly prove yourself and prove that you um, are worthy of the role Mm. and that you know what you are doing. Um, And even as a young female, I think it becomes really difficult. So the topic at hand is how do you as young female leaders or as female leaders, even women leaders, actually is the correct term, the PC term, um, navigate uh, leading in a patriarchal society without being torn down. Have you ever had to confront somebody um, who was giving you that macho energy, you are women, therefore you must listen to me? And sometimes you know that um, the cultural socializations also play out in the workplace. Yeah, I definitely have. Um, the highest um, turnover rate of employees at Beauty on Tap is men. <laughs> so um, it's not because... Really? Yeah, and it's not because I dismiss people. It's because they opt to leave in the past um, and maybe it's the difficulty of being led by um, by a woman so I have I've definitely had difficulty with it so but but being the ability to confront it and um, say that hey listen this is what I've noticed and I don't really I don't really um, address it from that perspective okay. of you know I feel like you don't want to be led by a woman but it's more that you know I raise certain issues but you don't address them or I tell you to do certain things and then you opt to do your own thing when I have the experience of leading this business and know what I'm doing and what's the most efficient way. Um, So I haven't really addressed it more from a, I'm a woman and you're not listening to me because you're a man, but more on the, this is the right way to do it and you're not doing it because I feel like you don't want to hear me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let's go to the lines. 086-000-2032. You can drop us a voice note on 0614-104107. And you can drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia. And your Twitter handle or X handle? (laughs) Is at Matebs. At Matebs. Is that with a Z or with an S? With a Z because I'm cool. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At Matebs with a Z. So we have Lesejo from Cape Town. Hi, Lesejo. And I can't wait to hear you weigh in on this topic. Hi, Matilda. How are you? I'm good, and you? Thanks, and hi, Aldrin. Hello, um, hello. <laughs> I mean, I've been a fan of Beauty on Tap for many years. Uh, spent far too much money on the app and on the <laughs> website, so it's really great to have oh, you thank you. Yeah, what I wanted to say, I'm a, um, a female pro- I'm a professional, and one of the things I struggle with, I'm a doctor, and one of the things I struggle with is gendering of not just professions, but of all these things that we've been talking about on the show, is that it kind of makes the male the default. Mm. So when people say female doctor, I cannot handle that thing. Because I'm like, why is it that the standard of a doctor 
is a male mm. or the standard or the scientist or whatever it might be. You know, you, you make a default male. Mm. And so they, therefore people have to qualify what they're saying if it's a woman by putting female in front of that in front of the term and i think that's really my biggest issue with 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 this with, with that kind of thing and i think the problem is that women aren't you know like much work like what you've been describing we aren't offered the same level of respect the same um uh, almost um uh, assurance in our capabilities just mm-hmm. uh, at face value that men that men are, and I've mm-hmm. often, you know, I'm quite like, you know, relatively senior in my, and if I've got maybe like a student or like an intern who's a male, um, they are often assumed to be the person that's actually uh, the decision maker, the person who's in charge of the ward round. Mm. Um, and I think that, 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 that we just have to check our, our biases in some of these things. And when we use language like, gendering um, professions, we kind of reinforce that the standard, the normal is a male. So when yeah. you see a woman in this particular role, uh, it almost seems like she's an exception to the rule. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what mm. I just wanted to contribute. Lisiko, tell me, d- does that also apply to your patients? Yeah, I mean, I work with children, so okay. I, I mean, I'm a pediatrician, so I see lots of parents, and I think they, um, the, the children don't really have that kind of a, a problem, but the parents, the way they relate sometimes, uh, where they, you know, you've done a ward round or you've explained something to them, and then either they'll assume that I'm the nurse, even if I've introduced myself, or they would assume that the male person, male colleague, or even student, because... And maybe race will also play the role, uh, you know, just putting it out there, especially here in Cape Town. But I think the gender aspect of it definitely um, plays a role in them thinking, okay, this person has got the final say on this matter, mm. even if I've just addressed this particular topic at hand. So um, I think it, it goes, there's so many layers to it and it's, and it's biases that I think as a society we just need to look into. And it's the same with sport. Um, um, we just really need to check ourselves sometimes with these biases because we reinforce these as norms when mm. they aren't. Uh, a, a, a CEO that's a woman, that's, she's not an exception to the rule. I mean, it's great that she's there and we hope that other women will follow and she must be afforded the same level of respect that other CEOs are afforded. And when they're doing team building exercises, it shouldn't just be... Um, you know, so cool. Like it, it, it should be activities that are all inclusive, not just golf. It's not an extension of an all boys club. Like mm. being a CEO is non-gendered. Mm. <laughs> you know, being a, a doctor, being a nurse, being a pilot, those things are non-gendered. So um, I think we just have to be careful with the language that we're using because it just reinforces the social norms or the social uh, uh, constructs, which are hugely problematic. Thank you so much. Uh, that is Lisiko there from Cape Town. Taking your voice notes on 0614-104-107. You can also drop us an X at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 086-000-2032. Aldrin, I'll come this thing at a different angle. Anonymous from Durban here. Leave the gender thing aside. There's also the element of age. For example, I'm a young manager in a certain company and there are people who are older than me by age at the same time who are older than me in terms of experience within the company so 
me as a leader for them sometimes they just will do their own thing because they have the mentality that they're older in the company and they're older than me so they know better so yeah it's 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 rough mm. did the age thing ever become a thing for you um, I learned the age thing in corporate um, where people would demand you must call me Os Mang Mang or Ntade Mang Mang and you know I was just like I think in corporate we oh, it's a horrible thing to say but in corporate you're all equals you know we're all mm. working um, for the same company we're all working towards certain goals um, and I think respect should be afforded on an expertise level and mm-hmm. on a colleague level and so um, you know it comes from that like the titles and call me Uncle Mang Mang at work and then it's like okay but you can't tell your uncle to do a certain task um, but within the business I learned that from culture so from, from corporate so I don't really have an issue with it at Beauty on Tap I mean I do acknowledge that there are employees who are older than me and I do call them like you know Ostgini who works yeah at the there's store. always a prefix to yeah it. <laughs> you know gotta yeah. do it I don't want my mom to hit me when she's at the store like Ewen you know yeah. so um, it, it's a real thing I think and I've seen a lot of people complain about it as well um, the age thing but uh, yeah it's I think it's mm. it's twofold um, it's you know the gender thing and the age and thing. the age thing yeah. okay so as a woman leader how do you navigate that space um, and how do you go about it perhaps maybe there's a mentor that you had spoken to who has held your hand and helped you navigate the corporate space the uh, boardroom conversations that would happen and sometimes even um, the snide remarks that would be dropped and also how women tend to be undermined and also as Lisiko was saying the assumption of a competence that men get which women don't get the luxury of unfortunately 0614-104-107. You can drop us an X at Aldrin Simpier and our studio line is 086-00-2032. You are listening to Aldrin Simpier on SAFM. 0614-104-107. You can also drop us an X at Aldrin Simpier and our studio line is 086-00-2032. Our co-host this afternoon is Matebe Mudise who is the CEO and founder of a beauty on tap as well as a pastry skincare and the conversation that we're focusing on this afternoon as part of the bonding session is experience of women in leadership in south africa we'd love to hear your experience around it and how you've navigated that space as well especially sometimes when you're faced with a situation where there is a confrontation that is involved as well how do you handle that but Mateva, just quickly before we go to the line um what conversation do you think should be happening to the girl child or with the girl child about what to expect in the workspace? Because after all, they also come from the society that we live in. So you know, I have a very big opinion on this. And mm. I think that the girl child is more taken care of. I think the girl child is constantly getting insights and conversations and being empowered on what to expect and how to thrive and what careers to go into to be her next best self. Whereas the boy child is being left behind. And Mm. maybe that's where the problem is, is that the boy child's hand isn't being held as tightly as the girl child. Um, And I've always said that that may be the issue at hand is that we as women um, and as a community and society are so protective of the girl child and uplifting her and the boy child isn't getting that same love. 
So, you know, I've even said that I'm going to commit myself to, you know, empowering the boy child as well mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, on the other, other side of the conversation, the boy child understands that there's change that's happening at quite a rapid rate and how to then navigate those societal changes. So I think the girl child is fine. It's the boy child that's being left behind. You think the girl child is fine? Yo, like we're doing a lot of work for the girl child. Like I always look at stuff and, you know, there's take a girl child to work. Mm. Um, and you see it like when, you, when you're recruiting, the CVs that come through is just like women, you know. And yeah. maybe men don't want to work for a beauty company. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. And I, I always talk about it, that the boy child is being left behind. And it's not up to men or women to, you know, it's not up to men to say, take the boy child and hold his hand. But it's up to everybody as a community to do that okay uh we have sarita i hope i'm pronouncing it correctly from pretoria hi sarita hi i'm good good afternoon hi how are you i'm well and you i'm good thanks you can go ahead i'm good yeah so the brief that i got is just to tell a bit about women in leadership mm-hmm. and the struggles that they do have so i think um, just from my experience, um, being you know the leader of Conference Women in Business, and working with um, you know business owners mostly, but also career women um, that's in the a leadership space, I think women seem to be, you know, there's definitely a struggle for women to find themselves themselves and their voices in the workplace, um, and especially in in corporate and. Um, I think it's more like advice that I want to give to women, uh, you know, in that space is to be authentically who, um, you know, who God made them to be, to, you know, to be, to, to be authentically themselves, to to live out their passion and their purpose in in their femininity, and not not they don't have to be. Um, you know, like everyone else in the world, they God made us to be women, and uh, we need to use that for our strength. You know, mm. that's our strength. That's our that's our power. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, we as women in in leadership positions, sometimes want to be harsh or hard or you know very strict um, to 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 gain respect and to gain um, you know to to climb the ladders. But sometimes. You know, women have amazing skills of, of um, you know, with confrontations, with, um, you know, problem solving, with relationships. And, uh, you know, women need to use that for their, for their um, you know, for their own benefit. And, um, yeah, so um, I think there's, there's, I think women have an amazing um, skills and if I look in the you know at the women in um, the community and how they how they grow and how they just um, you know take on new opportunities and grow their businesses and you know climb the the, the ladders in the in the career and in the um, mm. corporate space I'm I'm really um, so proud you know of them and and. Uh, really want to accolade them for for what they stand for and um you know when they when women normally have mm. um families that they have to look after children um they sometimes married or in a relationship and they caretakers of parents and and um you know elderly people and they 
they juggle all these balls mm. yeah. <laughs> and they um yeah so women is i think yeah. God made it very special. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call there, Sarita there from Pretoria. Let's go to Anonymous, who's joining us from KwaZulu-Natal. Good evening. Hi. Um, how are you? Good, good. How are you, Anonymous? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, super. Um, I just have a slightly different opinion to maybe most women in business. I also work in corporate. Um, I think that maybe women need to sometimes spend a little time looking into the psychology of men um, and how they actually think. Um, Often I think women um, don't realize that we run on emotion 99% of the time and men run on sugar. Um, And I think if you can get your head around that, you may learn how to deal with certain types of men because even men aren't the same. Mm. Women aren't the same in business. Um, I also might be like uh, slated for saying this, but I just think women are getting far too sensitive about having to prove that they are worthy or they want to um, feel like they need to act like a man in business. Mm. Um, you know, I've addressed women and I've actually said to them in, in my career, just because you deal with men doesn't mean you need to act like them or you need to raise your voice when they do or... Mm. You just be authentically a woman. Um, you need to earn respect, like men have to earn respect from other men. I've sat in board meetings where uh, grown men have humiliated other grown men. Mm. Um, I've sat in board meetings where I'm interrupted 10 times until I've actually said, oh, sorry, would you like to hear what I have to say um, or not? You know, Or mm. if you're saying something and you're halfway through it, say, sorry, may I finish? And if you do that often enough, you start getting a little bit more respect and talk time, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think, I think we need to move away, my opinion, of course, we need to move away from woe is woman and we need rights and we need this and we need this. I got given a little bit of advice um, quite recently um, and I was told men, um, give, men feel different when it comes to certain issues than, than women in business. And sometimes women need to learn how to word their response like a man would learn to um, give a response. Like, mm. we make it more flowery. Like, even, sorry, when I was hearing you talk and you said that, um, you know, like you said to one of your staff members, example, um, I'm, I'm not happy with how you do that because I feel mm. that you don't respect me. Men are so sick of hearing about women and you feel this and you feel... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think we need to get tougher. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need to be able to just handle men, love men, work with men, and just accept we're all different and just earn respect by actually doing things in a respectful way. Thank um, you. That's just, that's just my opinion. Okay. Thank you so much, Anonymous. And, you know, I, I 100% was kind of like two differing opinions yeah. um, on the different side of the of the scale. And I hear the chat on women have to dial up, you know, um, aggression and that you actually need to use your femininity and emotions to lead better because it's actually a character trait that can help you be a better leader. But in the same breath, um, as Anonymous said, you actually also have to be aggressive and stand your ground mm. and not... Um, use emotions all the time but with that said it's kind of like why must women 
um, have split personalities? Why can't we just navigate it and just be ourselves um, and be respected for being ourselves and not yeah. have to like always think like, oh, now I must dial it up or dial it down. So heard both sides and I totally understand both sides. Let's quickly take this voice note on 0614-104-107 and then we're going to get to the headlines. I agree with you 100%. The boy child is being left behind. It's all about the girls these days and I fear that I've seen it already. Boys' confidence is waning because they know that the girls are always going to be pushed forward. So guys, please, please, I'm so glad you're having this conversation this evening. And um, yeah, let's think about the boys, please. Okay, um, we're taking your calls on 086-000-2032 and your voice notes on 0614-104-107. How do you navigate leadership as a woman in the workplace? And perhaps, as I said, um, something that you've learned from your mentors and people that you've looked up to, what is it that you can uh, tell us and share with us as a takeaway from how they have gone about leading a company, leading a department, but still being a woman? It's time for the news headlines. You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Hello, Aldrin. On the topic of the boy child, I'm so happy your guest touched on that point. In 2019, I had an event. I, I, I was ambitious enough to start this little events company, and that was my idea. And I had this event, um, uh, and I named it gentlemen bring a boy child where I've asked to just bring a boy child if the boy does not have a father just come bring a gentleman bring a boy child and to my amaze there was so there was a few boys and and there was so little men that actually came with the boys even those to some I've asked to sponsor uh, okay yes the ticket is for free just bring a boy child just bring your neighbors if you don't have a son bring your neighbor's son to the event and it was held at um um uh, bosch and mia in paul yeah i 100 hear that voice note i think i want to challenge a corporate to do bring a boy child to work i think that'll be a very good initiative um we're going to go to chloe who is in cape town hi chloe and welcome Hi, I just wanted to kind of give my two cents, add my two cents to the conversation. I find that um, um, often the corporate culture or the culture at a workplace either promotes women into position of powers or challenges them very hard. Like I find as a woman, I have to prove myself like a lot more than like a male in the same position. And uh, I'm currently like my, my line manager is a woman and I find that we get along very well but my previous line manager was a man and every time I pushed the boundaries he used to tell me that I was difficult that I was difficult to manage um it seems like sometimes men don't know how to handle women in power and I think that's also um part of the problem Thank you, Chloe. Um, yeah, I think that's 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 the main issue that we're actually discussing is even if you're reporting to um, a male uh, colleague, it's it's harder for you to prove yourself. And, you know, amongst even gents, you'll 
you'll see like the the men in the team getting the harder work. Mm-hmm. I used to see that yeah. in in my role in corporate as well. They get you know the harder deals to do, and you get like the easy one pages to do. So um, that's that's also a really really big issue as well that we face. Is even at a level where you report to a male, you don't get the same respect as well. Hmm. Um, we're gonna go to our next caller. We have Debazo from Kempton Park. Hi, Debazo. Hi. How are you doing? I'm very well, and you? I'm fantastic. So my take is, I have been. I'm an executive as well. Okay. And I have been working for many years. Mm. So early in my career, I used to see women that emulated male characteristics to mm. be heard, and that bothered me mm. because I didn't want my nature as a woman to be a problem for me to be heard. Mm. I want to come to work. I love to wear dukes. I like to present feminine, but that does not take away the fact that I can still project, I can still be competent, I can still deliver. Mm. And I've worked in male-dominated industries like uh, construction and power generation and engineering, etc. And I've learned over the years that it's absolutely fine for me to be a boss mm. in that sense or to, to, to deliver a service in my femininity mm. and I celebrate that and I do not in any way try to be anything other than the package that I was born as, mm. you know, and that I embrace. So I absolutely love that. I mean, I, I also see, I've seen that over time, I mean, women like Metulima Donzela, I mean, she projects with such femininity, but she is cutthroat. Mm. She's competent. She's absolutely amazing in how she delivers her work. Yeah. But she's still packaged in a feminine package. And and I honestly don't have a problem with being girl boss or woman boss or mm. being identified as such. Because mm. for me, it's an it's it's a plus. Mm. It's not something that is taken away from me. From, from you know, role, because yeah. we're not questioning whether or not I'm competent. Uh, but we are acknowledging that I am competent and I am a I'm a woman I'm a girl and that's fine I love that so 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 so, so for me that is my take and that is something that I would embrace as long as I am in the corporate world or I'm running my own business I embrace my femininity in that space. Thank you so much, Dibato. Dibato there from Kempton Park. We have a voice note. Let's hear it out. Good evening. Whoa, female bosses. Sorry to start with that label, but when they are in position, Bafuna they are female bosses and they will do things differently. And I think often they overcompensate many a times that they make people who are more social feel like they're playful. They work hard, they pressurize, and they want people to follow the same route of work ethics. I've had a female boss, and she saw anyone who was driven as a threat. My partner has a female boss who calls him um, way past working hours, will call early in the morning on holidays, and there's just no boundary because she's a female boss so i'm like yeah female bosses there are forced to be reckoned with is that true that female bosses or women bosses would want to assert that i am the boss yeah 
Every day. No, I think it's it's part of the problem. It's because you have to prove yourself. So in proving yourself, you come off as abrasive, even to women who, you know, when you're appointed, celebrated and said, oh, finally, you know, a woman boss who's also, also going to uplift me and send the elevator down. But then you're like, oh, my word, actually, she's she's just as mean or just as aggressive as the male bosses. But it's part of, you know, what being a female boss comes with, that expectation that you need to be hard. So... Mm. That's what it is, probably. That's what it is. We've come to the end of our voyage. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. I was nervous, but uh, I got into you it. You did well. You did well. I, I, I hope that one day we'll get a podcast. <laughs> I hope that one day we'll get a podcast. We've come to the end of our voyage. Thank you so much for choosing Flight SAFM BTH 326 with me, Aldrin Simpier. And today we leave you with the words of Dr. Cornell West, who once said, each of us can make a positive difference if we commit ourselves to do so. And the song that we're playing out with is... DJ Spoo for a reason, and credits will be by Luando. Good evening. This is Luando from Durban. Here to thank the PCH team for the lovely work that they do. Behind the mic, we have Eldrin Sempia, Tommy on Sports, and the production team, Temba, Kanya, Vosani, Phineas, and Lundi. Thanks for the lovely work, guys, and have a good weekend. Goodbye. Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. And remember to love each other and lead with compassion. Dotsins, enjoy the rest of your evening and have a beautiful weekend. <laughs>